Make plans now to avoid the summer traffic gridlock. Sammy's Original in Lake Forest is looking forward to becoming your wagering headquarters during Del Mar. Their 2,700-square-foot Las Vegas-inspired race book includes individual viewing terminals, ample self-serve betting machines, live tellers, and there are no parking or cover charges at Sammy's Original. Help celebrate our 10-year anniversary with a special menu featuring rollback prices in the race book for our players. Sammy's Original is located where the 5 and 405 freeways collide in Lake Forest at 23221 Lake Center Drive. First post-time meets racing day at Sammy's Original is 10 a.m. Come in, enjoy the great food, the great summer racing, and see what Sammy's Original is all about. For more information, call 949-716-2367 or log on to Sammy'sOriginal.com. See you at Sammy's Original in Lake Forest. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada race book mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the race book right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IP. PTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Have you heard the news? You can get free Formulator Pass performances with DRF Bets. Sign up to get the best bonus in racing with a $250 deposit match and a $10 free bet, plus free Formulator Pass performances. Enjoy all the perks of using Formulator with projected odds, trainer patterns, race and horse notes, replays, and more. Never pay for past performances again. Just use the promo code WINNING when you register at DRF.com bet. That's winning at DRF.com bet. It's post time for a Thoroughbred Los Angeles, the most informative and profitable hour of horse racing found anywhere. Thoroughbred Los Angeles is brought to you by Los Alamitos. Earn your way into the 2024 National Horse Player Championship in our live money on-track NHC handicapping contest Saturday, September 23rd. By Daily Racing Form, exclusive past performance content provider for Thoroughbred Los Angeles. By the Meridian Hotel in Arcadia, just a furlong east of Santa Anita. Call 626-777-6699 to reserve your Breeders' Cup room now. By Legacy Ranch, get your young horses started right at Legacy Ranch. By Horsebills.com, enjoy billing made easy through Horsebills.com. By Semi's Original, watch and wager where the 5 and 405 freeways collide at Semi's Original in Lake Forest. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association, it pays to own a cowbred. And by the Ragazin Sheets, the most effective handicapping tool available. Get the sheets. By Los Alamitos Night Quarter Horse Racing, sometimes your best day of racing is at night. By Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com, selections from Northern and Southern California each racing day. By the Derby Room at Fairplex Park in Pomona, it's cool, fast, and firm in the Inland Empire's newest and best satellite wagering facility. And by the South Point Casino in Las Vegas, where the action never stops. And now, here are your hosts, John Lindo and Bob Ike. 
And good morning and welcome to a Saturday edition of Thoroughbred Los Angeles. I'm John Lindo and sitting right here with me is Bob Ike and we've taken Thoroughbred LA on the road after a long stint down at Del Mar. We are actually in Las Vegas, going to visit our sponsors over at the South Point Hotel today. And Bob, only in Las Vegas can you run into guys like Lou the Shoe and Big Mike and Vic and we already had a nice dinner to start off the week. Oh, it's been great, John. I, we've done the show from the lawn. Uh, Lindo Loft in Carlsbad. Now we're Lindo Las Vegas compound. Uh, it's great over here. We had a great dinner at the Tuscany Grill last night. If you're ever, anybody's ever in the area, the Henderson area, you have to get into the Tuscany Grill. See Lou and Mike. It's an old school place where they do customer service right, and we had a great meal there. Eastern Avenue in Las Vegas. Go on down there, say hi to the guys, and you will catch a few stories like we did last <laughs> night. It was worth the price of admission for sure. Bob, we got a lot going on, kind of a changing of the tracks uh, with the Churchill Downs starting up this week. We have the Belmont at Aqueduct Meet after the end of Saratoga, and we're at Los Alamitos today, uh, the, the first of the two weeks of this short uh, fall thoroughbred meet, and a nine-race card today, first post time at uh, Los Alamitos, 1 p.m. We'll be talking about that uh, more in depth with, uh, with Bob Mazursky in our second segment. But to start off this segment, Bob, let's talk a little bit about what, what happened closing weekend at Del Mar, uh, two very important two-year-old races that have Breeders' Cup in implications and let's start with the last saturday's del mar debutante well i think we saw maybe a budding superstar john tamara was the daughter of beholder was just ultra impressive winning by almost seven lengths just toyed with the field john she hit a gear on the far turn that was reminiscent of the of of her her mom beholder i who was one of the great race mares that we ever saw and had not really produced all that much in previous falls, but Tamara is of a different uh, breed here, this one. She she overcame trouble first time, John, winning from the rail, indicating she had a lot of ability, and she came right back and dominated that debutante field, 122-2 and two for the seven furlongs, and just has gears, was what you see in the special horses. She hit another gear on the far turn, Mike Smith took a hold. She hit another gear in the mid-stretch, so couldn't have been more impressive. A lot of times with these two-year-olds, Bob, going seven furlongs, they kind of stagger to the wire. This filly ran through the wire. She ran, like I say, 122 and change. She went out very easily. I, I, I have no doubt in my mind that she's going to get two turns, and we'll have to see now if Richard Mandela decides to prep her in the two-turn race, the Chandelier at Santa Anita the opening weekend or if they wait and decide to run straight into the Breeders' Cup. But either way, uh, she really signaled herself as, as a major player, I think, in the two-year-old Breeders' Cup juvenile fillies. As far as the Colts on Sunday, a horse that, uh, you know, was not unexpected at, at 1 to one to 20. Yeah. Uh, you know, Prince of Monaco uh, looked like the horse to beat, and he, I thought he caught a relatively soft field. He had to work a little bit to do it, though. It wasn't a strong field. He was drawn on the rail. He was a really heavy favorite. The show plunger was out. And I thought it was kind of a workmanlike victory. You know, he got outside his stablemate Miramati, who really hadn't shown much in previous starts. And I thought he was fairly extended to win by three-quarters of a length. Maybe he had more in the tank. It just visually was nowhere near as good as the debutante. They ran 122-3. and three. You know, two-year-olds, John, have a lot of room to improve with racing. So maybe we haven't seen his best. I think Bob Baffert's got another one in the barn in Heartland who I'm not sure why exactly he didn't go in the futurity. I'm not even sure if he's in training right now. I meant to check on that, John. But he's a very, very talented one. I think Prince of Monaco's a little cut below, but he did win uh, the 
thousandth fraternity for for Bob Baffert. Seventeenth <laughs> yeah. Delmar fraternity for trainer Bob Baffert. Uh, Prince Monaco now a grade one winner. And like to say, part of the story for the fraternity was who didn't run. Uh, I was surprised not to see Hartland, and he had been training so well going into that race. So we'll try and get an update here in the next week or two of what's happening with him. And uh, same thing for Bob Baffert now. He, will he stretch out and, and run the opening weekend the two-turn stakes at San Anita? Will he go straight to the Breeders' Cup? We'll see where things fall out there. There are a lot of two-year races that we're going to talk about later today, including the Iroquois and the Pocahontas at Churchill Downs. We're going to have Bruce Finkelstein look at that. But as far as some of the other things going on this week, Bob, there was uh, some legislative news coming out yesterday about some changes in how the simulcast revenue in California is going to be distributed. And this is all part of the negotiation that falls in line with all what happened with the announcement of Golden Gate and the Stronic Group and First Racing saying they were going to shut it down at the end of this year. Well, now it looks like it might be extended a little bit. It looks like Golden Gate will run now through June 30th of 2024. Uh, That's going to be, I think, on the CHRB dates calendar. What happens after that is when they close, then the simulcast revenue that's generated in Northern California after July 1, 2024, will come down and be distributed to the Southern California host track. What's that? What that? will do for the fair circuit i think it is probably not good uh as you've mentioned john that they need that kind of simulcast money to to boost their purses as well so it looks like it may be good news for southern california and not so good news if this northern california fairs want to try to keep going yeah to me this looks like a quick fix will extend a little bit longer for the northern california horsemen to give them plans of what they want to do moving forward uh, it gives the Northern California Fair Circuit a chance to try and put together a circuit. But if they don't get revenue, except when they're racing live in Northern California starting next July, I don't know if the, the handle in the Northern California Fair races will generate enough revenue to create the purses that they need to stay alive up there. So it's going to be a dicey situation. This does look like it extends Golden Gate at least through the middle of next year, and it'll give the horsemen a little time to see what they're going to do. We'll continue to follow this as it it goes. It's it's a story that continues to evolve as we go along here. Let's talk a little bit, Bob, about uh, a face that we're going to see hopefully next week and a jockey that uh, was in a very serious spill down at uh, Del Mar, Abel Cedillo. That happened on July 23rd and was right out of the gate. His horse got slammed, and he went down hard. He suffered a... Uh, a broken bone in his neck. That was the issue, John, in the situation we had talked about where he had been moved off the track by the gate crew. Uh, anyway, it looks like he's recovering and making good progress and uh, expected to ride next weekend at Los Al, which is good news. Start exercising horses, I think, this week. Uh, excellent news. Get him back in the saddle. Absolutely, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing his name in the entries again next week. Hopefully that'll be the case. But, Bob, I know you did look around the country. We're we're going to be in the race book today at uh, the South Point, and you can play anything anywhere. And I know you you, uh, were looking at some of those Churchill Down Stakes races today. Did you have one that uh, caught your eye? Yeah, they've got a great card, John. Five stakes races. The late pick five is is really chock full of horses and good betting opportunities. I'm going to go to the 10th race, which is the Locust Grove, a grade three for Phillies and Mares going a mile and a 16th. And the favorite in the race is number four, Search Results, who to me is kind of becoming a little bit of a money burner, John. She has not won a race since July of last year. Always gets bet, 
seems to always be close, always seems to run some decent buyer numbers. I'm just not sure she has that much winning spirit anymore. I'm going to try the second choice in here. It's number three, Leda Vida, who's seven to two on the line, going in good form right now, a good second in the Molly pitcher at Monmouth. Prior to that, had won at Thistledown. Her first race in this country, I went back and watched the Churchill Downs race back in September of last year. Really good. I think better than the number indicates. Now, a couple things that are caution. You take caution on this pick. She does not change leads when she comes down the stretch. She stays on her left lead. That's always bothersome. And she's not real tactical early. There doesn't look to be a whole lot of pace in this race. But I think if she's within range at the top of the lane, she's going to outkick this field. So 10th race at Churchill Downs, number three, Le Davida, 7-2 on the morning line, is going to be my radio play. And, uh, John, I know your uh, your sheet is out, the Lindo Report. You did double duty today, Churchill and Los Alamitos. And uh, where do you want to go for your radio play today? I'm going to go to Los Alamitos, and I'm going to go to race number seven. In the seventh race today at Los Alamitos, number three, Rose Dawson, had been training at Los Alamitos all summer, made a return run down at Del Mar, uh, and looked like a little bit of a short horse. And I do think some horses that train at Los Al, when they get to Del Mar, it's a different surface. I really think you need a work or a race over that track. So I'm not surprised that she got beat that day. She comes back to what is her home track. She goes from a route to a sprint, so she'll be fit, adds blinkers. And I think the key, too, is Juan Hernandez, who's not riding a lot at Los Alamitos. He sticks with this filly for Phil D'Amato. So off a, a race where she went, ran, uh, you know, a, a non-threatening fourth, Juan Hernandez says, I'll come back, I'll ride her, gets the blinkers on, cuts back to the sprint. And a 7-2 on the morning line, I think that's fair value. So race number seven for me, uh, number three, Rose Dawson at Los Alamitos. Now, Bob, uh, you know, we've talked about other uh, other tracks going on. At, up in Canada today, there's the Woodbine Mile, the Summer, and the Natalmos, the three important stakes races that could have Breeders' Cup implications. And those always do have Breeders' Cup implications. And we're going to talk later on. We're going to bring in Mike Welsh from Daily Racing Forum. Who's ba- you know, he, we're going to talk about what's going on in New York now. We're looking at what might be nine months of racing at Aqueduct, uh, what's going to happen with the Belmont Stakes as the Belmont Racecourse is under reconstruction and they're redoing the grandstand and all adding a synthetic surface to the in, in, inner course and you know, it's just going to be a very, very busy time out there in New York. So we'll get the updates from him on what's going out there. We'll talk to Bruce Finkelstein, who's also done a little work at Churchill Downs. So we'll have him look at the two-year-old races there, the Iroquois and the Pocahontas. And then, you know, Michael Rona, we love in the in the cleanup spot. He got beat last week with a seven-to-one shot by a nose. Ooh, so he's beat. in a slump. He's zero for one. And I should mention, John, you're going for two weeks in a row. You gave out flattery last weekend at Del Mar. That was an impressive winner from uh, on the turf course there. For uh, that team, right, it was Erton and, and Juan, Hernandez. Juan Hernandez, and they just had a phenomenal meet, both individually and together at Del Mar. They did. Peter Erton won a lot, of, and he won with a lot of nice horses that look like they're going to get better and better. He had a, just an unbelievable meet. Juan Hernandez was the leading rider again at Del Mar, no surprise there. And uh, it, it, it just in general overall, too, we, we should talk about – I enjoyed that meet quite a bit. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. The atmosphere was great. and We, we kind of talked about all the positives last week as yeah. far as field size, safety, 
uh, just overall general good feeling of being there and, and playing the races and everybody kind of pointing for that meet. And, of course, the ship and win program has been a tremendous asset. Absolutely. So congratulations to Del Mar. I look forward to getting out to Los Alamitos. And let's go ahead and go to our first break, uh, Bob. When we come back, we'll bring in Bob Mazursky, and we'll talk about the feature race today at Los Alamitos, the E.B. Johnson Stakes. We'll talk to Bruce Finkelstein, do a little handicapping in Kentucky, and he'll also do Northern and Southern California. So a lot going on around the country today. You're listening to Thoroughbred L.A. right here at the home of Angels Baseball, AM830 KLAA. racing fans. Los Alamitos Racecourse continues its celebration of 10 years of daytime thoroughbred racing with action-packed racing cards in beautiful Orange County. Our daytime meet continues with live racing held Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays through September 24th. First post will be 1 p.m. Pacific. It's been an honor for us to have racing's biggest stars competing here over the past years. From the great two-time horse of the year, California Chrome, to outstanding Eclipse Award winners like Shared Belief, Accelerate, and so many other great stars. Our stakes action is headed by the Dark Mirage on Saturday, September 23rd. Plus, on this day, Los Alamitos will host an on-track live money handicapping contest. You could win a seat to the National Handicapping Championship in Las Vegas. The handicapping contest is set for Saturday, September 23rd. For more, visit LosAlamitos.com. It's our 10th year of daytime thoroughbred racing at Los Alamitos. It's daytime racing at Los Alamitos through Sunday, September 24th. Developed by Horsemen, Horsebills.com is a cost-effective, time-saving, environment-friendly, paperless revolution of how equine industries bill and receive payments. Vendors are able to generate electronic invoices for each horse, whose owners can pay through the same website with just one click. Say goodbye to stacks of invoices, handwritten checks, and postage costs. Easy accounting for all parties with the highest online security measures. Get started free at Horsebills.com. Simply register with your name and email address. Free to sign up. No subscription fees to vendors until the first invoice. Sent. For owners, you get a free account, comprehensive dashboard with information on all horses owned and billing records, ACH and credit card payment options. For vendors, generate invoices efficiently and receive payments quickly from both owners and other vendors. Syndicate and partnership managers get flexible billing and payment options to both vendors and syndicate members. For more info, call 888-938-4643, 888-938-4643, or log on to horsebills.com. That's horsebills.com. Attention Inland Empire racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. 
For upcoming promotions, go to TheDerbyRoom.com. TheDerbyRoom.com. See you at The Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks too. For more information or to schedule a visit to Legacy Ranch, call Farm Manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 or log on to LegacyRanchInc.com. Don't forget to check out the Red Hot Legacy Ranch Stallion Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride, and Mr. Big on your visit. Don't get left at the gate. Be part of the winning team at Legacy Ranch. Online at LegacyRanchInc.com. G'day, this is Michael Rona, and you're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM 830 KLAA. Hey, welcome back to Thoroughbred Los Angeles. I'm John Linda with Bob Ike, and before we bring in uh, Bob Buzerski from the Los Alamitos, let's talk a little bit about our Calbert of the Week, Bob, and who we got this week. Well, we have Closing Remarks, who was the winner of the Grade 2 $250,000 John C. Maybe Stakes last Saturday at Del Mar. Closing Remarks is by Vronsky out of the Unusual Heat Mare Orange Cove, owned and bred by Harris Farms, trained by Carla Gaines, and the $150,000 winner's share pushed Closing remarks, career earnings to now over $861,000, John. It pays to own a Calbred. And and just let's have a special shout-out for Steve Johnson here at the South Point. I mean, he sets us up every time, and we send people over here, including Leilani and Jake last weekend. And uh, it's a horse player's paradise over here. They're friendly to the horse players. The book is large and, and well-lit and the hot dog cart's right behind it. I know, Leilani missed the hot dog cart, but I guarantee one thing, we, we won't today. No, we won't, and we didn't yesterday either. Well, the phone number, if you want to get out to the South Point, and, you know, with football and everything else, the baseball playoffs are coming up, and obviously the Breeders' Cup is down the line, 866-780-7223. Ask for Steve Johnson and find out how you can get your Thoroughbred LA horse players rate. Let's go ahead and bring in our next guest now, and that's Bob Mazursky, who's wearing the publicity hat over there at Los Alamitos. Bob, good morning. How are you doing? I'm good, guys. How are you? Doing great. Hey, uh, before I talk about, the, we're going to do a little handicapping on the E.B. Johnston stakes, but before I do, one thing I noticed yesterday, it looked like there was uh, an, an all-burger in the pick six yesterday. That is correct. We only had one ticket. We had a couple of horses that were probably singled on a lot of tickets. My man bags and the key is unity getting beat. So that triggered the pick six. And, uh, you know, we had Edwin Maldonado won two races yesterday. So if he wins one more, he's the all-time leader in Los Al with 127 wins right now. Then the next one would put him on top of everybody. And if Juan Hernandez wins the stakes today, he'll be the all-time leading stakes winning rider. That would be his 14th at Los Al. And uh, I know Bob Ike is always happy to see that you guys are back to that traditional $2 pick six. Yeah, absolutely, Bob. Uh, just tell us the, the, the breakdown on that. I know it's traditional carryover, uh, and Santa Anita will be following suit with a dollar increment. But just just recap for us what you guys do in the pick six. Yeah, it's the 70, it's a traditional pick six, 70-30 split, $2. You know, we have to carry over provision, so it goes back to the original idea that Hollywood Park had all those years ago, so... 
yeah, that's good. And I think the rainbow is on the way out in California, at least, because I understand that Del Mar is possibly going to go to the same pitch that Santa Anita has with the $1 increment. That's what I've been, that's what I've, the grapevine says. So we'll, we'll see if that happens. Yeah, we can't wait for that to happen. Well, the pick six ends today with the E.B. Johnson stakes. Goes as the ninth and final on the card today. And you've got a, a horse that has shown he likes Los Alamitos and Kings River Knight. It's Calbreds going a mile. And, and how does this race shake out to you, Bob? Well, I think he's obviously the one to beat. Ed Burgard made him the 6-5 to five favorite on the morning line, and deservedly so. As you mentioned, he made his Los Al debut early this year, won the Bertrando in gate-to-wire fashion. But he doesn't need the lead. He can sit off the pace a little bit. Hernandez, who doesn't ride here a lot, is coming over to ride. Then you have Fast Draw Munnings, who came off a long layoff to win nicely for Jeff Mullins, and this horse broke his maiden here. Then you have Hale Freedom, another horse coming off a layoff for Doug O'Neill, but he's done very well on the dirt. He's won three out of four. He gets Maldonado. So I think the race, one of those three is probably going to win. Maybe Short Man is a could get into the exotics. He's a horse, definitely a horse for course. He's won three times over this track, and a couple of times with huge winning margins, so he might be the long shot you look at with the Diego Herrera riding. That's the E.B. Johnson Stakes, the ninth race today at Los Alamitos. As far as the radio play, Bob, where do you want to go? I'm going to go to the fourth race today. I like number six, Artrea. She's stretching out after a 1,000-yard race last time. She won over this course during the uh, Los Alamitos County Fair Meet earlier this year. I think she might be the best of the speed horses, so I like number six, Artrea, for Jesus Aranga in race four. Now, Bob, uh, this is race four, number number six, Artea, 9-2 on the morning line for Bob Mazursky. And I, I wanted people to look at this race just by the conditions of the race, Bob. This is a, a non-winners-of-two race, but there's some there are a lot of conditions that restrict, you know, you, you don't count races less five furlongs or less. You don't count uh, climbing levels. So this is a six-time winner in a non-winners-of-two race. I think it's important for people to read these conditions at Los Alamitos. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, and that's why I like, that's part of the reason why I like her, and I just think there's a speed horse drawn outside her, but I think she's a little bit more reliable, and Ricky Ramirez, who rides at night, he's a very good gate rider, so I'm expecting her to be right up near the lead, and yes, after watching the race yesterday, you wanted to be close. Sounds good, Bob. We appreciate the updates from Los Alamitos. Good luck today with RT, and that's race four today at Los Al. We'll talk to you next Saturday. All right, thanks, guys. Good luck today. And, Bob, before we bring in Bruce Finkelstein, let's talk a little bit about uh, one of our other uh, sponsors. How about uh, Let's talk about the Le Meridian Hotel. We've got uh, Santa Anita right around the corner. You've got those big prep races the first couple of weekends. How do they get to stay at the Le Meridian? Yeah, get up to the Le Meridian right across the street from the seven furlong shoot there at Santa Anita. Of course, we've got opening weekend and the Breeders' Cup being hosted there. You want to get in, get that reservation. Uh, give them a call, 626-777-6699. And if you use the code here through uh, through us at the LA Thoroughbred, Thoroughbred LA rate, the code is S9498, and that's when you're booking through Marriott.com. And uh, ask for that 15% discount. Call it in. Get into there. Uh, I haven't stayed there. You guys have, John. It was great. And, really nice. But I know that restaurant area, the bar area, very, very nice and uh, just a very first-class facility. We found a few bar areas, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> it has happened over the years. <laughs> Funny how that works. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and uh, we'll get out of the bar and go up to Las Vegas uh, to a different place, and that's to, uh, Bruce Finkelstein, betonbruce.com. And, Bruce, uh, good morning. You're going to look at uh, a bunch of stuff for us. How are you doing today? Good morning, John. Good morning, Bob. How's it going? 
Doing great. Uh, I know that uh, you cover Northern California for us on a regular basis, but you also take a look at the, some of these big races around the country. And I wanted you to take a look at uh, the two two-year-old races today at Churchill Downs, the Pocahontas for the Phillies and the Iroquois for the Colts. And uh, let's start with the Philly race, the Pocahontas. Uh, again, both of these races could end, end up uh, providing some horses for the Breeders' Cup. Yeah, for sure. By the way, the four-horse reigning sugar is a late scratch. She ran a couple of days ago, so take her out of there. I, I think the morning lines maker has it right with the two favorites here, John. Uh, the seven is my top choice here. You almost had me. Uh, she won the Kentucky Juvenile against the boys uh, back in early May, and she could not have been more impressive, winning off by close to nine lengths and coming the last eighth of a mile in 12 seconds. Off of that, she was four to five to win the, Del- uh, the um, Ellis Park debutante. She was coming off about a little more than a three-month layoff, and she blew the start. She got tangled up. It wasn't the worst stumble you ever see, but what that did to her is it put her far back. Instead of on the lead, she was laying close to the to the back end. She made a good run. She tried and finished third. I'm thinking she might just be a speed horse. She might just be one-dimensional. No problem today. I think if she gets out of there in one piece, and Gaffleone re, remounts her today. She He had been on her in her first two starts. If she gets off to a good start today, I don't think there's anyone nearly as quick as her. Look for a bounce back here on the seven. You almost had me. The CVV's Dream ran an okay race also in the debutante behind one of the top two-year-olds, Bright Work. It, 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 she kind of made it interesting late, but she never really looked a winner running second. She might do better with more distance. She certainly has a look here, but I think it's the seven uh, you almost had me. If uh, The only other possibility, I think, would be the the second favorite, the sixth, Vivi's Dream. Okay, so that's seven. You almost had me in the seventh race today, the Pocahontas at Churchill Downs. The uh, ninth race on the card at Churchill is the one-mile two-year-old Colts race, and that's the Iroquois. Morning line favorite is from the Steve Asmussen barn, Risk It. And uh, this is an interesting field. Again, these miles are around one turn, so you have to keep that in mind as well. For sure. And uh, they changed this, right? This used to be a mile and a 16th races run in the fall in the November, I believe, right? Uh, yes, that's true. They the used calendar. to be two-turn races. Yep. Right. I and think this is the first free- points race also, guys, for right. Kentucky Derby points. Yeah, uh, and it was after the, the Breeders' here. Cup. Correct? It that's was, right. It was, a, it was a, you know, in late November. So they really changed this on the calendar. Look, Risk is going to be tough to beat. He did nothing wrong. He made the lead. He relaxed. He finished big. He did it at uh, a tough circuit at Saratoga. For sure, uh, I have no knocks against him, but I think the – Maybe the gamble in here might be the other Steve Asmussen horse, the four edified. I thought this was a very impressive winner at first asking at Ellis. Uh, he was caught right behind horses. Rosario was right behind a couple of speed types, and he had to check, go around three wide, had a very big turn of foot. In the Saratoga special, we're talking about bad starts. This was a, a horse pinball machine. This this horse got banged around, says three times. He got, she just got broadside, or he got broadsided from both sides. I think he was sort of maybe he had the the wind knocked out of him. He was further back than he was in his debut. I'm gonna just kind of throw that race out because of that early trouble. I think based off of his debut, he's right rate a look here. So I think Asmussen kind of uh, controls this race. I like the the higher priced horse before edified. No knocks against the eight risk it. He is strictly the horse to beat. Well, the four edified is eight to one in the ninth race today at Churchill Downs. That's the Iroquois Stakes. And, Bob, I know you wanted to come back to California and get something from, from Yeah, we've got to get 
Greedy with Bruce today. Two picks from Churchill. Now we uh, have to go up north and get your selection from Golden Gate as well. Yeah, there's a horse that I liked um, a while back that was a steward scratch. Go to the fifth race. It's not a big price on the program, but I was really impressed with incredible shots first two races. In a 15-day span, this horse broke maiden sprinting for 25000 Then was asked to go long on the grass, was stalking three wide guys he could not have looked better coming down the lane. He looked like an absolute pro, and they went slow up front to boot. So he got a non-setup in that race. He tries older today, but, boy, there should be a much better setup for him. With the two-horse O great and the 10 limited heat wave and maybe a couple of others chiming in, there should be a fast tempo to set it up for him. Um, he, again, was given about four-and-a-half months recovery time, you know, he's 5-2 to two on the line. It's p- Potentially he could go a little shorter. I'll tell you what, I'll give you some ideas underneath maybe in the exactas and trifectas uh, for maybe a little value. I would use numbers 3, 5, and 7, horses that maybe can pass some, some tiring horses late. So I'm going to put the 1 on top, incredible shot, put the 3, Colt Samui, the 5, Uncle Walt, and the 7, OBs. I'll use them in the 2 and 3 slot in my exactas and tries. Okay, that's the one incredible shot, the key horse today in the fifth race at Golden Gate. And one last racetrack for you. We're going to go back to California, Southern California, down to Los Alamitos. I know Bet on Bruce, you do, you do that as well. So what do you have at Los Alamitos today? Yeah, I really like in the fifth race today, let's go uh, right in the middle of the card. I like Thirsty Pappy, the four. Uh, the previous rider, I thought Aguilar, he, he's, a, he's a promising apprentice, but... I think we can all agree he's kind of overzealous. He's, he might be overly aggressive at times. And here's a perfect example of it. Uh, Thirsty Pappy went after the speed horse last time out, Nauvoo, at a mile, who looked clearly like the speed, but he waged battle with that horse, put Nauvoo away, and then he had to go up against the eventual winner post facto. This horse ran a really good about seven-eighths of a mile, and he just gave it up. This is not a speed horse. This is a horse that wants to sit off horses. When he broke maiden, he did that. Uh, he comes out of a race that's produced a couple of next-out winners, Post Facto and Jerry Jeff Walker. I think with Frost Alert and potentially Tiztock, Thirsty Pappy today will have a target to run at. He's got a new rider today. Uh, I think with just kind of a, a little more patient trip, he should be very tough. So in race five, the four, Thirsty Pappy, three to one on the morning line. That's race five, Los Alamitos, number four, Thirsty Pappy, three to one on the program for Bruce Finkelstein. Obviously, Bruce has done the work around the country. And Bruce, again, betonbruce.com, what else do you have available there? Full card of Los Alamitos, late races from Aqueduct. We did a little bit of a, an audible today. We threw in today as a bonus track uh, for Best Bets, Churchill Downs. I also like the races at Churchill today. We're gonna come, we'll come back tomorrow and take a look at Golden Gate. So full card, Los Al, late races, Aqueduct, and some also some uh, bets from uh, Churchill down, so check it out at Bet on Bruce. Bruce, thanks a lot for all the coverage. We appreciate it. Take care, guys. Have a good one. Oh, that was Bruce Finkelstein. Let's go ahead and take our next break, and when we come back, we're going to go to New York. We're going to talk to Mike Welsh from Daily Racing Forum, get some updates on what's happening as far as uh, the, the racing schedule and maybe where the Belmont Stakes will be the next couple of years. You're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles right here at the home of Angels Baseball. AM 830 KLAA.
Angels Radio, AM 830. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cow bread. Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cow breads. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cow bread. Today's Racing Digest has been dedicated to the survival of horse players since 1970. Exclusive speed, pace, and final time figures, comprehensive performance ratings, and independent clocking information are all included in each Del Mar edition of today's Racing Digest. Looking for some extra help? Individual handicapping products from Thoroughbred Los Angeles radio handicappers Bob Ike, John Lendo, Bob Mazursky, and Toby Callan are available at todaysracingdigest.com each racing day. You can also take advantage of up-to-date news regarding trends, horses to watch, and free educational information. Pick up your copy of Today's Racing Digest on track at Del Mar or log on to todaysracingdigest.com. Set up your account and get ready to win. From dawn's early light until after the sun sets, Today's Racing Digest is working to make your day at the track a winning one. Today's Racing Digest, where every edition is a handicapping lesson. Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin Sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin Speed Ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin Sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin Sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin Sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin Sheets are used by players like you. The Ragazin Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Ragazin Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. Horse players, double headers are back at Los Alamitos with day and night racing on tap in beautiful Orange County. The daytime card will be headed by the Los Alamitos Special, and when the sun goes down, the nighttime action heats up. First post on Sunday night follows the final Los Alamitos daytime race. And as always, the best of quarter horse racing continues at Los Alamitos, featuring two of night racing's best bets, the early and late pick fours. And racing fans, don't forget that Los Alamitos always features a traditional $2 pick six with no jackpot provisions. And as always, on Sunday night, Los Alamitos adds 10000 to the pick six pool if there's not a carryover. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the live racing action? The Vessels Club is a great table just for you. Inside seating and patio tables are available. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. And of course, Burgard Sports Bar is open for every live racing program. The best of racing. It's always at Los Alamitos. Don't miss our double headers of racing action at beautiful Los Alamitos. Angels Radio. AMA 30. 
Welcome back to Thoroughbred Los Angeles. I'm John Lindo with Bob Ike. And before we bring in our next guest, I want to let everyone know John Hardoon and Toby Kelly could not be on the show today. You can reach uh, John Hardoon, all of his selections at johnhardoon.com. And Toby Callett has tobycallett.com and todaysracingdigest.com. And Toby texted me a, a pic during the break, so we'll get that at the end of this segment. But first, let's get out and, and talk a little bit uh, with Mike Welsh of the Daily Racing Forum, longtime clocker, handicapper, does it all out there. And Mike's been a fixture with Daily Racing Forum. I'm glad to have him on. Mike, welcome to the Thoroughbred LA. How you doing? Yeah, my pleasure to be there. Be here. Hey, listen, I uh, wanted to ask you, with the schedule changes in the tracks now, Saratoga over, starting up the Belmont at Aqueduct meet, and uh, with Los Alamitos cur- currently going in Southern California, you guys produced the, the, the clockers report for Daily Racing Forum, which I use on a regular basis. Wanted to get your schedule now. Are, are you covering the Belmont at Aqueduct meet, and will you cover Los Alamitos, or do you wait and come back at Santa Anita? No, we'll wait and come back in Santa Anita out, out there. Um, but we are covering the Belmont and Aqueduct meet. Um, you know, obviously a lot of, uh, leftover material from Saratoga in our, in the notebooks. And we've got, uh, two clockers at Belmont right now. They're our main clocker, Mike Vesey and, uh, Dave Grenning always there to help, uh, pitch in. Tough track to cover with, uh, two tracks going on simultaneously and not easy to get it, get between the two of them back and forth. But, uh, they do a great job, and um, we're going to plan on running this uh, at least through the Breeders' Cup. That's that's the, the, the schedule we're looking at right now. And, Mike, are the vast majority of the horses stabled at, at Belmont and shipping to race at Aqueduct right now? Yeah, there's there's no stalls at Aqueduct. They're all at Belmont right now. And, well, I should say the ones that aren't still at Saratoga. I mean, there still are some uh, horses, uh, a, a fair amount of horses uh, at Saratoga. Right now, the the main track, I think today is the last day. The main track will be open in Saratoga, but the uh, Oklahoma training track is going to remain open for, uh, I think, another six weeks. The turf course there is still in operation. So, matter of fact, that's the only place they're going to be turf works um, in New York. With uh, the construction going on at Belmont Park now, uh, that turf course will not be available for turf works. So any turf works that go on in the New York area for New York races, uh, in the coming months, we'll be at uh, Oklahoma uh, at, at Saratoga. Hey, Mike, Bob, Ike, good morning. Um, just wanted Hi, to Bob. get filled in on on kind of what's going on back there in case, you know, some of our listeners don't understand the Belmont renovation and the construction going on there. How long is Belmont closed down? And this fall meet, which obviously was one of their mainstay meets, has now moved to uh, aqueduct and 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 talk about also the where will the belmont stakes go well i'm not sure there's that's etched in stone as of now i don't think they've signed off on their plans yet for next spring and then moving forward but uh from what i've been hearing and talking to dave grenning who's right up on that situation it appears now that uh, originally they were going to uh go back to belmont next spring and then run the belmont stakes the following uh, spring, but now it looks like they're leaning more towards uh, keeping racing at Aqueduct, and from what I hear, running the Belmont Stakes at Saratoga uh, next season. So uh, an interesting switch for sure. Uh, the logistics of it won't be easy for people trying to get up uh, to Saratoga for the four-day meet, or you know they have to bring everything from Aqueduct that uh, 
uh, has to be switched over the jocks room, uh, mutual stuff, everything for four days, and then back to Aqueduct again, if that's the plan that uh, it sounds like is going to be in place. And then uh, the other uh, issue is I, I don't think you can run a mile and a half at Saratoga, so the distance of the Belmont will change, and traditionalists aren't going to be too happy with that uh, situation that looks like they'd have to run the race at a mile and a quarter barring any other uh, insightful ideas someone might come up with as far as the distance or where they could begin the race or end the race for at so uh you know if you're looking at a potential triple crown but the final leg is at a mile and a quarter is how big is the asterisk that you put there if uh, a horse does does do it so we'll see like i said i don't uh, again dave Grenning would be a better one to ask on the specifics of this, but from the last I've heard, that's the way that they're leaning, but nothing is official yet. Well, Mike, we've got some industry news from you. How about some handicapping? Uh, put on your handicapping hat now. The feature race today at uh, Aqueduct is the, uh, the, jo- the Jockey Club Oaks. It's an invitational, a grade three, a mile and three-eighths on the turf, so they're going a marathon distance here. And we have one of those uh, Godolphin shippers for Charlie Appleby, Eternal Hope in this race, the even-money favorite. How did, you, how did you see this race shaping out? Yeah, boy, you know, I'll tell you, from what we've seen of those horses, and again, I, I haven't seen that horse train at all. Um, I would say from the success rate that those horses have, they're just better than the U.S. horses. And uh, tough to bet on at a very short price, but uh, awful tough to bet against it with, with any real confidence in there. I, I agree. You got Jamie Spencer writing that, and uh, can I? Uh, I'm going to ask you for a radio play for Thoroughbred LA on the card today at Aqueduct. You've got ten races. First post time is at 10:05 Pacific time. You know, so we've got a little while before the first race here. Anything on the card that you like today? Well, Chad Brown has a couple of first time starters that have been workmates um, all summer long in Saratoga. Uh, Matoli Magic was in the sixth race and Rosie Jeeks, who's in the last race. Now, uh, they are running on the grass. They're making their debuts on the grass. All their works have been on the dirt, but I'm not going to uh, second-guess Chad and, and his decision-making here, I'm sure. Uh, between pedigrees and uh, turf foot and stride, uh, he figures that the turf is where uh, they probably want to be. But uh, if you go back to August 20th, the team worked in company out of the gate at Saratoga, uh, in 46 and change, and uh, from my recollection, that's easily the fastest gate work we had at Saratoga all summer long. I think their internal split was 34 and change. Uh, I thought Matoli Magic was slightly best of the, of the pair, but, um, you know, and since then he's kind of scaled back with the horse. He had three uh, pole works, a couple of them I saw. Again, I thought Matoli Magic was slightly best of the team, but uh, with that kind of speed, uh, and that kind of gate work, I'd be hard-pressed not to take a good look at both of those horses, turf or not turf. And, uh, you know, you might get a, an idea about Rosie Jeeks in the last after watching Matoli Magic run in the sixth race because, like I said, they've been working together and pretty much hadn't had all the way, although I think Matoli Magic of the two in the morning seemed to be slightly best. So that's in the sixth race today at Aqueduct number 2, Matoli Magic, 5-2 to two in the program. Marat Ortiz has the call. And the workmate in the 10th race today is uh, m- number five on the program, Rosie Jeeks. That has brother Jose Ortiz in, in the saddle there, and he is uh, he's four to one. So interesting uh, comparisons, and we'll get a good read on the second one by watching the first. Mike, I appreciate all the work you do. We enjoy it. I look forward to your Breeders' Cup coverage as well, and uh, look forward to getting you out here in California for that. So we'll see you soon, hopefully. 
Yeah, I'll be out there about two weeks in advance for the Breeders' Cup, so I'll be happy to see you guys. Looking forward to seeing you guys then. Thanks a lot, Mike. Thanks for taking the time. Appreciate it. Okay. That was Mike Welsh from Daily Racing Forum. And before we take our last break, let's talk about a couple of places, Bob, as we're going back up to L.A. where people can watch and wager on what's happening at Los Alamitos. Well, we've got Sammy's there right off the uh, 5 and the 405, and they're celebrating their 10th anniversary with the new horse player menu and rolling back the prices to 2013. And then, of course, the Derby Room at Fairplex, open for simulcast wagering. Uh, That's just a, a great facility that I frequent quite often. Derby Room is open, waiting to serve you. Great food and beverage, audio-visual presentation. And, uh, John, as you mentioned, we don't have Toby on the show, but uh, he wanted to he wanted to give a pick. So. Absolutely, yeah. Toby texted me a pick earlier uh, before we, we got to the spot. He said he didn't really care for the dirt races today at uh, Gulfstream Park, so he gave us a play at Los Alamitos. So go to Los Alamitos, race number six. Toby likes Born to be born to Stay Thirsty, so that's Born to Stay Thirsty, number four. And if you're playing the exotics, he said that's four over the five, two, six, to pick up all the sticks, according to Toby. <laughs> that's uh, oh, got a little rhyme going. Yes, <laughs> race number six at Los Alamitos, Born to Stay Thirsty, Toby Callett. Again, all of his selections can be found at tobycallett.com and todaysracingdigest.com. Let's take our final break, and when we come back, our cleanup hitter, Michael Rohn, will be back. He's doing day and night duty, day and night racing at Los Alamitos. So we'll talk to uh, Michael Rohn when we come back here on Thoroughbred LA, AMA 30 KLAA, home of Angels Baseball. Horse racing fans, Los Alamitos Racecourse continues its celebration of 10 years of daytime thoroughbred racing with action-packed racing cards in beautiful Orange County. Our daytime meet continues with live racing held Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays through September 24th. First post will be 1 p.m. Pacific. It's been an honor for us to have racing's biggest stars competing here over the past years. From the great two-time horse of the year, California Chrome, to outstanding Eclipse Award winners like Shared Belief, Accelerate, and so many other great stars. Our stakes action is headed by the Dark Mirage on Saturday, September 23rd. Plus, on this day, Los Alamitos will host an on-track live money handicapping contest. You could win a seat to the National Handicapping Championship in Las Vegas. The handicapping contest is set for Saturday, September 23rd. For more, visit LosAlamitos.com. It's our 10th year of daytime thoroughbred racing at Los Alamitos. It's daytime racing at Los Alamitos through Sunday, September 24th. Make the Le Meridian Hotel in Arcadia your place to stay and play on your next visit to Santa Anita. Located just a furlong east of iconic Santa Anita Racetrack on Huntington Drive, the Le Meridian Hotel offers uncomplicated luxurious guest rooms and suites, a fitness center, meeting rooms for your group, and a newly refurbished dining room. A wide open bar and lounge makes the perfect gathering spot after a great day at the track. For reservations, call 626-777-6699 and use your Marriott Rewards points for even more savings. 
From the early morning workouts until after the last race is official, the Lay Meridian Hotel is a convenient and enjoyable way to maximize your next visit to Santa Anita. General Manager Katie Green welcomes you to a winning experience. The Lay Meridian Hotel, 130 Huntington Drive in Arcadia. The number for reservations once again, 626-777-6699. From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at betonbruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's betonbruce.com. Bet on experience. Betonbruce.com. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Angels Radio. AM 830. Do I Welcome back to the final segment of Thoroughbred Los Angeles. John Linda with Bob Ike. And let's bring in our cleanup hitter, as usual, Mr. Michael Rona, who's going to be a busy guy calling the day races and the night races today at Los Alamitos. Michael, you ready for action? Chomping at the bit, John. I love it. <laughs> well, you've got a great race tonight under the lights, a, a very uh, traditional race, the Millie Vessels, a grade one, and it, it offers a verse to the champion of champions. And you've got a pretty good feeling here heading up that lineup, famous shining star. Yeah, she certainly deserves to be the favorite, especially with the nice, cozy outside post number nine. And Ed Burgard has installed her as the nine to five top choice. She is undefeated in her four starts this season. She's a five-year-old mare trained by Jose Flores. She began her campaign on New Year's Day, winning the grade one charger bar. And uh, she hasn't been beaten since three straight wins at odds on. So she's going very well, and she's quite clearly the logical top choice. And a win would get her into the season-ending champion of champions. So this is a very important race for some of the top fillies and mares in the nation, the grade one Millie Vessels. Now, the second pick on the morning line at three to one is Monte Arosa's Sir Lady Moon from post position two. Uh, She has been very consistent across four starts this season as well, with two wins and two seconds, all in stakes company. Uh, She'll run a very good race. The value, in my opinion, John, and don't let this long shot get under your guard, at least throw her into your exotics, the rail filly for Heath Taylor, Lil Longmire, who came off a lengthy layoff to make her low-sale debut, in a stakes race won by famous Shining Star last month. 
She was beaten half a length by famous Shining Star, but she might have even been best. She led for the first half of the race and then began to drift out. She could derive some improvement from that first up run. And her season last year as a three-year-old in uh, um, Louisiana and Texas was very classy. She qualified to several noteworthy races. She's a nice four-year-old mare with a seven-win and four second place finish record from 16 career starts. 10 to 1 from the rail, Lil Longmire, I think will be in the finish of this grade one tonight. Hey, Michael, I'm not sure how much a fan you are of American baseball, but an old-time player named Ernie Banks for the Chicago Cubs, he loved the game so much he used to say, let's play two. So uh, that's what you're going to do all this week and next. You're playing two, first post (laughs) in the Thoroughbreds at 1 o'clock. Looks like you'll be done about a little after 5 tonight. What time do you kick off with the uh, night racing? First post tonight, 6.05, and... uh... Pretty much the same deal tomorrow night, Bob, 6.10 for the Sunday first post. Well, we got to get a play from you. You had a tough beat at 7-1 to 1 last week, so you're you're just in a you know a nasty 0-for-1 slump. So let's get you back on the winning streak side today. How about a play tonight? Yeah, that was uh, a most unfortunate nose, Bob, uh, to lose by an inch at 7-1 to 1 with Escalated last week. She ran a great race. Uh, look, in the fourth race, which is a 300-yard two-year-old maiden. There's a horse that whose last start really needs to be seen to be believed. Uh, the, the amount of trouble encountered by break-even number six was just incredible. The horse was... He stumbled very badly at the break, then veered in sharply, and somehow was still mounting a late bid when a horse swerved out in front of him. He was great on the gallop out, Uh, He's making his third start for trainer Paul Jones, and I think he's got a terrific chance to break through tonight at three to one. So number six in the fourth race. Now, it is a little difficult to evaluate his opposition because there are several horses shipping in from out of state making low-sell debuts, but uh, most of them don't have any morning works, and uh, I don't mind taking on those types, but perhaps they'll improve with the run under their belt. Break-evens, the local horse, Uh, If you get a chance, track down that replay from 19 August, race number four. Uh, Quite uh, an eyeful of of an adventure for break-evens. And let's go with him in race four. So that's race four, number six, break-even, three to one from Michael Rona. Michael, we'll let you get going, get a little rest before the day starts, enjoy the day, and then we'll we'll look forward to hearing you day and night today. We're out in Las Vegas, so we're going to keep you company all day and night. Wonderful. Thanks, fellas. I'm glad you're along for the ride. Hooroo. That was Michael Rona, and Bob, I want to thank you for joining me and thank all of our guests today, including our special guest, Mike Welsh from Daily Racing Forum. Obviously, uh, we will have John Ardoon back next week, as will Toby Callett. We're going to see if we can get Scott Shapiro. I think they have a nighttime card next Saturday at, at uh, Churchill, so we can see if we can get Scott Shapiro for September at Churchill Downs. Well, we're going to have a busy day, John. Let, let's get over to the South Point and play some races today. We can do that. Listen, uh, thank everybody for joining us. Stay tuned for Andy Harris and the SoCal Restaurant Show. Thanks to Leilani in the studio. We'll talk to you guys next Saturday. Best of luck, everyone. Yakety-yak the streak and waste your time a day But Mr. Ed will never speak Unless he has something to say